0: This episode of the Quaddy Potty is brought to you by our good friends at Straddle. It's time to get out of the group chat and buy yourself the horse of your dreams today. Click the link in our show notes to see how you can access affordable horse racing ownership with Straddle today. Oh, Crone's getting a split. Mizzy in front of the 100. Crone goes up the inside and Crone takes the lead in the Gilmore. Crone draws clean out from Mizzy. It's a Queensland victory. Crone beats Mizzy. Alrighty ladies and gentlemen, punters of all ages, welcome back to the Mock Sports Presents, the Quaddy Potty Cashy, joined by Nico. We are live from the Magic Million Sale Complex. Forgive us if our voices sound a little low. If you're watching on the YouTube you can see why there are plenty of horses coming around, getting ready to be sold. We don't want to spook them, but Nick, it's been a great week so far. How are you mate? How have you been enjoying the week?
1: It's good mate, we're up bright and early. It's um yeah six six thirty and um got in here early try and get some recording done. So, um, you yeah, know, inside one of the little parade rings. Um, yeah, it's been awesome so far. Got some great content and got some more coming. Really excited for the race day on Saturday and ready to go into it.
0: Yeah, been really good so far, punters. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we're up here. We're recording a lot of uh, content, not only for ourselves, but for our sponsors over at Straddle. So thank you to them. They're a the sponsor of this episode as well, of course, as you would have heard at the top of the show. Basically, Nick, we're here to show people our age and it's not that hard to get involved, eh? Right?
1: Yeah, it's pretty easy when you, when you look at syndication and stuff. You, um, the way it's made out to seem is you need a lot of money to buy a racehorse, and it costs a lot in fees and stuff. But um, with syndication um, in different ways and through straddle, um, we show you that you really don't need a lot of money. You and your mates can, um, can get in together and put in as little as um, $300, $400, and you can buy a small percentage of a horse and still have the same amount of fun. So, um, and they do all the hard work for you as well. So, um, check out some of those videos. Um, yeah, big thank you to Strider.
0: 100%, um, like, you know, we've always been in group chats going, boys, we need to buy a horse. I know we got really close that one time, but we ended up giving up because we decided it was too hard because we didn't actually know that we didn't need the hundreds of thousands of dollars that the horses go for here at the sales. We can just go through syndication. We can all chip in 100 bucks each and just buy 1% of a horse. It's just as much fun only 1% of it as it is, 10%. But um, as I'm sure you've discovered, being in a syndicate yourself and with Cheerful Legend, you might not own huge amounts of the horse, but you can still get down to the races and cheer him on. Um,
1: oh, that, mate, gee. Boy, it's it's very hot up here, isn't it? Yeah, it's warm, it started off pretty gloomy, but the um, yeah, sun's coming out nicely, went down to the beach this morning, so yeah, can't complain when you're right right next to the beach, but um, yeah, it's good, I, I, I'd, I'd much rather it this way to be honest, uh, I know you were sweating a lot yesterday, but oh, I, was, mate. I, was I was pretty good, but um, yeah, we've met some pretty cool people up here um, as well, met some cool trainers as well, Nathan Doyle sat down with us, he, um, he was on one of our tables when we were at the sales for a little bit, so um, he's a pretty cool guy, and um, some other ones as well, which is pretty cool. But um, yeah, still, still a long way left in the week, and hopefully we can get you guys some more content. Yeah,
0: they are. Uh, we, we were told it's the hottest place on earth before coming up here. I didn't believe them, but now I definitely do. Uh, again, those of you watching on the YouTube, usually I'd be wearing a hat. You're like, why isn't Cashy wearing a hat? Cashy's the hat guy. Well, I sweat through my hat. I'm a a very sweaty human. And then yesterday, sun came out and I was sweating absolutely bullets and completely sweated through the hat. So I'd have to go buy a new one today. But, I mean, it's been really, really cool. So, yeah, keep tuned to the socials, at the Mock Sports on Instagram, at the Mock Sports Pod on TikTok, because there's still plenty of content to come out around buying a horse. Because, guys, really, it's time to get out of the group chat. Buy yourself the horse of your dreams with straddle today. But, mate... Let's get stuck in to what the Pod is all about. It's about making some tips, but first, as always, we'll start with the listener questions. First one, Henry Bear, not more of a question, but more of a statement, how good the boys are
1: back. Yeah, we're back. It's good to, it's good to be back. Um, it's good to get some work done and stuff like that. We had a good break over New Year's and stuff. Um, shout out to the boys that saw me over at Lost Paradise. Um, shout out to <laughs> them. But, um, yeah, it's good to be back. Big shout out to Henry. Big follower. I love him.
0: Yes, we're looking forward to being back. Coyty Potty this week, of course, for Magic Millions. Um, but Then once Autumn Carnival comes back, it'll become a weekly occurrence again. Um, also, keep your eyes on the socials because to celebrate the fact that we're at Magic Millions, we will be setting up a tipping comp. It was supposed to go live last night, but there was a bit of technical difficulties. But it should be going live sometime today on the Thursday. So if you're watching this Thursday Arvo, Friday or even Saturday morning, Click that link in the show notes or go to our socials and find it. Win cash prizes, see if you can out-tip us and take home some money. Simple $10 entry, and then you can take over half the pot if you come out on top. So keep an eye on that. Now we move on to Bailey Hines. He's got a couple of questions. He wants to know, is this our
1: full-time job? No, it's not. Um, As much as we'd like it to be, it's probably not where it needs to be at the moment in terms of... um, getting money, but um, no, it's definitely a good little side hustle. We we both definitely enjoy doing it, but um, no, it's not our full-time jobs.
0: You know, it's definitely the dream, but uh, I mean, in podcasting, it's it's, it's hard to make a living out of it, but you know, there's definitely ones that can. You see the Hello Sport Boys, Bloke in a Bar, Dylan Friends, they're they're the top of the top. Then you see some others start to trickle down and make some money out of it. But yeah, it's the dream, but currently just a side hustle. He also wants to know Thoughts on us getting other experts on as guests to give their tips?
1: Ah, uh, thoughts on getting other experts? Sorry. Um, yeah, it'd be it'd be good. It's just teeing that up. Um, obviously we have our studio out in Bella Vista, so we have got to try and tee it up and make sure that they're available because we always record at the same time every week. Yeah. Um, and whether, we like lo- Whether we it be a, a call in, um, it's definitely something we, we're looking into. But um, yeah, we. Definitely not going to say no to it. We'll, we'll see how it goes in the future. We'll say potential.
0: Yeah, we definitely love having a chat to them. We're always talking to them, but whether or not getting them on the podcast, we've never really considered it, but that's something we can look into if you want to see that punters come autumn, maybe even for the championships, a little special for the championships. We can get a bunch of experts on giving them, giving us our tips. But um, we move to Anthony Royd. He wants to know, what has our favourite lots been so far? Any away from the big buys
1: or just the big buys? To be honest, Anthony, I had nothing like had no idea about inspections or anything, and couldn't tell the difference between horses too much. That's half Um, the reason we're here to learn that sort of stuff. We're we're here learning all that kind of stuff. So um, I can't tell you what my favourite lot's been really in in particular. There um, have been some good ones that we've looked at, but at the end of the day, to me, I know I'm still learning um, a lot, but. um, yeah, there's, I, I couldn't, couldn't remember It What was the one last heart that sold
0: for big money? You said no. just looked like a pure athlete. Was it, I'm invincible out yeah, of that's something? Not, that doesn't
1: take a genius to work that yeah. out. It's a <laughs> $1.9 million horse that sold. So um, uh, I, won't, I won't go and claim that. I mean,
0: it's probably going to go for big money, but I'm looking forward to seeing this afternoon. I know the full sister to, in secret is about to go through the ring. So a lot of the time you'll see punters, the half-sister, half-brother, because they're from the same sire. Or from the same mother. Uh, You know, it's not as often that you'll find the full sister or brother of a horse, especially not a really good horse like In Secret. I know the full brother or sister to a, um, I believe it was Sunline, don't quote me on that, but I remember last year the full brother or sister, something went for
1: massive amounts of money. Yeah, you say that, but then you see Cool and Gatter's full sister yesterday, and they went for 800,000. So. Yeah,
0: true, but I I do um, expect In Secret's. Five hundred thousand plus, at least, considering what Insecure's been able to
1: do with the races. Yeah, but the, at the end of the day, I don't think that's a lot of money at this um at these sales. Uh, I mm. think I'd say the median at the moment is about four hundred thousand. Um, and then you get to the, your, your your top ends at eight hundred and above. I'd say um eight hundred is probably the lower of the, the upper upper region. But um,
0: I've had about six or seven million plus yeah, so far. No it's two it's million. It's a very plus. expensive
1: sale, that's for sure. But um, as we head into the later books, book two and stuff, I heard it. Gets a lot cheaper and a lot more bearable. So we move to uh, B Wanless. He wants to know thoughts
0: on Golden Boom's chances. Later on, we'll probably touch on that. Yeah, we'll touch on that. A bit later. Um, but he also wants to know what's our favourite style of horse with their running pattern, i.e., do we like leaders, midfield,
1: back markers? Um, what are your thoughts there, Nick? definitely depends on track condition and what track it's playing at. Mooney Valley, for example, great leading track. Um, yeah, if, it's, if, it, if they're running at Mooney Valley, if they're a leader, it's obviously a good sign. Obviously, it comes down to track condition if it's a good, soft, or um, heavy. Um, obviously, back markers can't get a lot of ground made up um, if it is very, very wet, so it all definitely comes down. Um, favorite style of horse, I'd like to say is the back marker. I think it's the most entertaining to watch if it, you're going to put it like that. But um, it all depends for a tipping point of view, it all depends on the, on the um, conditions.
0: I'd agree that across the board, it ranges from day to day, but if you were to take the smack bang average out of it, the horses that I back the most, it's usually those off-pace horses. So not the on-pace leaders, those off-pace, the ones that sit just behind them, because I really think that's the place to be on most tracks, you know, across the country, all tracks have their certain biases, like Nick said, Mooney Valley, usually leaders are the ones that get the most bias. Um, And then when you go to your Randmix and your Rose Hill, depending where the rail position is and the weather, it can mean any number of things. But usually if you're up on the pace or just off the pace, really stalking those leaders and getting in that slipstream of the ones that are really pushing forward and setting a strong pace, usually you're in that right sort of spot to be able to try and stream past them in those final 300, 200 metres. So usually that's my most common backed course. so then we also got Daniel Horro to finish off. What's something we've learnt this
1: week? Um, in particular, for me, I thought coming here, I was I was a little bit nervous um, with obviously the racing industry. It comes along as a very high prestige, very closed off, closed off kind of business. And um, I thought not a lot of people would be willing to talk to us and stuff. But everyone's been lovely so far. Even that, I think what I've learnt is even trainers are just. They're just normal people that are do, doing a day-to-day job and they're happy to talk to you if they're not too busy. Like, we've, we've sat down and talked to heaps of them and they're honestly just normal people and they're normal blokes that are just doing their job and, yeah, love a beer and stuff like that. So it's, it's pretty cool like that. It's probably something I've learned is it's not as um, high-end as I, as I expected it to be. I've learned more when it comes to um, the uh,
0: composition of a horse uh, you know, the old the old fetlock and ankle bone stuff, I never really knew. Obviously ankle bone down on the ankle, but I didn't know where a fetlock was, or where a pasture was, or what a wither was. So when we went around and had a look at those, um, those inspections with some of the syndicates, they were teaching us what to actually look for. Um, hopefully you can still hear me punters, there's a bit of cleaning going on in the background with a, a mower and a blower, but uh, yeah, if that's come through. Just the composition of a horse. Like, you, you look at a horse in the yard and stuff, and you actually don't know what you're looking for. Most people, most people will bullshit you and say they know exactly what they're looking for. Not a lot of people know what they're looking for, but so learning now what you actually look for in a strong horse, I'm glad I know that going forward. Hopefully that makes my punting a little better and I'm looking at them in the yard. All right, mate, before we get into the tips, of course, if you're listening to us, you're liking what you're seeing, you're liking what you're hearing, subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow on Spotify, give us a five-star rating. Uh, we really got those up in the spring and it really helped us grow, get us into the ears and the eyes of new people because the more you guys recommend us, the more the platforms are going to recommend us to other people who have never heard of us. So it'll pop up on their home pages going, this is something you might like, and then we'll pick up some new viewers from there. And the more viewers we get, the better things we get to bring to you punters like being here at the Magic Millions. So if you're listening, make sure to rate us on Spotify and have a podcast five star and give us a subscribe. And Nick, of course, shout out to our good friends at Dabble. Over 26,000 punters are following us on the Dabble app now and you
1: can just copy our bets with a single button, mate. Yeah, Dabble's easy like that. So any bets that we put up here in the Magic Millions, um, you can copy it with one bet and put it into your bet slip and then... Choose your own state which is pretty cool. Double's good like that. We love double. Thank you, Double. Um, follow us at the Mock Sports on the app. Twenty-six thousand punters are following us on there. Um, click, sorry, click the link in the show notes as well when signing up. Use the code Mock Sports to let them know that we sent you.
0: Yeah, beauty, mate. All right. So the track is currently a soft seven up here on the Gold Coast, but the sun was shining brightly yesterday and it's shining brightly today and expected to do so tomorrow as well which means that it'll probably dry out even then with the rain. Last week, I think Gold Coast copped a ridiculous amount of rain and it still drained to a good four. That's how good the new renovations have been there after the disaster of last year. It got rained out last year and they decided, no, 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 that's not happening again. Let's renovate. And they've been able to renovate it absolute beauty. Some say it's got some of the best drainage in the world. So I'm expecting a good four come the start of race day, but there will be some rain on race day, depending how much. We'll see if we tip into the soft five, soft six range, but I'm expecting very much so to start on a good track. The rail is also out two metres from the 900 metre mark to the 400 metre mark, true for the remainder. So I think it'll probably play mostly even, but if it starts to get wet and those horses start to spread across the track, not as wide as Randwick Punters, so there won't be as much room for those back markers to try and find gaps if they're getting off the fence. So just be wary of that. Uh, Race 1, 1,200 metres. Let's get stuck into it, mate. The favourite is really hard to go past here, considering he's only missed the trifecta once in 10 career starts. But the fact it's coming off three straight wins, you see very little wrong with its chances. But, mate, considering this is the Country Cup, it's kind of like the Magic Millions version of the highway, I want to look for value. So this favourite can easily get up with a leg in the air, but I want to see if I can find value for the punters here. Um, So I'm going to go Circular I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, but that's at $16. It really stands out to me. should absolutely tuck in behind the pace. Like I said earlier, those are the horses that I really like to back. Uh, I think he'll look really dangerous late, especially if that track dries out as I expected and starts in that good range because he really likes those rock hard decks. So it's $16 to win, $4.80 to place circular Reti for me in the first Gold Coast.
1: Very nice, mate. I'm going to go with Let Me Let Go, $12 and $3.80. Last five starts has not missed a Quinella, and three of them have been wins. One last start at the distance at Rockhampton. should be nice again. If it stays at that soft track, it is decent on that soft track, so that'll be for me in the first.
0: Bobby Staff, surely
1: a winner to kick off the Magic Millions there, Hunters. Hope so. Race two, we've got the 1,000-meter two-year-old debut fillies, and this is a race I'll be sticking away from from a punting point of view as debutons are very, very hard. Uh, Dominetta is probably going to be my tip at $4.20. It's um, had two trials at Randwick, the third and the first one, so you can look into it as much as you can, punters, but um, I'll be sticking away from this one personally, but I'll go with Dominetta.
0: Call me an idiot, but I'm actually really keen to bet in this race, um, despite the fact that they're all debutants, they're all two-year-olds, it's very, very unpredictable, but, I mean, two darn Lizzie, the favourite. So not only am I keen to bet into it, I'm keen to bet into the favourite. The reason being, We've been here, Daniel Horro asked what's one of the things we learned this week. One of the things I learned is that apparently this horse is an absolute jet. Every single person that I've asked about just Gay Waterhouse in general, they've all said that Too Darn Lizzy looks like an absolute jet, ready to go, head to the races, win, and potentially a golden slipper chance. Literally everyone, like, you know, Adrian Bott was talking it up earlier in the week. Um, I've seen a few of the Bloodstock agents talking Too Gay personally and mentioning Too Done Lizzy, saying good luck with her on the weekend because all words out of the camp say that it's one of, if not her best, two-year-old candidate, this crop, and that's really high praise considering she's got the favourite in the two-year-old classic later on in the day and one of the favourites going into the slipper as well. So if this horse comes out and runs up to expectations, boy oh boy, it could be something very impressive. So $2.80. I'm very keen on Two Darn Lizzie, and I'm hoping people haven't been uh, pissing down my back and telling me it's raining with this horse. But um, race three, uh, I'm gonna actually go with an early gay two-year-old double here in the debut races. Barracuda is another horse that's looked quite strong at the trials, especially his last one. He was beaten comfortably by Highness, but the way he closed off really impressed me. And that's strong form in my mind, considering Highness is one of the leading chances in the two year old classic later on in the day as well. So at $4.50, Barracuda for Gay Waterhouse and
1: Adrian Bott will be my tip in the third. That's fair enough. Heading to, I'm I'm the same. Um, Heading to race four for me, 1300 metres. Um, I was going to go Rothfire here until I drew the absolute car park at Barry 16. I still think it's a decent chance, but I'm going to go with Chinny Boom here. I think $7.50 and $2.50 for a place. Came second last start, knows the conditions very well if it does get pretty hot. Um, that's what I'm worried about for a lot of horses coming up here, if they're Sydney horses. No, they're not going to deal well with the heat, if it does get a little bit warm, the humidity as well. But um, boom runs out of Doomden, so um should go well. $7.50, $2.50 for a place, if not Rothfire, but um, through the car park. Rothfire well,
0: would be very hard to beat. He was a moral in the uh, Kingdom Mountain on New Year's Day, I believe it was, or maybe it was the 2nd of the January. But uh, ran like it, got up at like $1.70. Deserves to be favourite here, but yeah, 16th barrier plus 61 kilos and the next horse is at 55 kilos so he gives the entire field six kilos they'll own the bottom weight until we give them about 10 kilos but that's why i've gone for alpine edge who is that next horse down in the field number two Um, he's a magic millions stalwart you'll hear me say it a few times there's a couple of horses that just stand up this time of year they just love getting up to the gold coast for magic millions Um, He, of course, came second in the two-year-old classic a few years ago. He also won this race last year, so third up here, he'll be ready to peak. He's had great success at this distance, like I said last year, he was able to come out and win this race. Um, As long as he doesn't get too far back, and he stays within striking distance, he can run over the top of them at $18 to win, $5 to place. That's two really big value horses I've gone early on, and if we get them up, oh my god. Stick to your screens, punters, you'll see me running down the straight, very, very happy man. As we move to race five, this one i more of a straight to the point. 2,000 metre mark, it's the sub-zero here. Um, so United will do me. Uh, another gay waterhouse uh, horse, but it should be a simple waterhouse jump, lead, kick, win job. $6.50 to win, $2.40 to place each way. Nothing much more to say, really. I just think it'll set a really strong pace and no one will be able to catch it down the straight.
1: I'm on both foot. Beaufort Park here, $26 and $6.50. Going with some absolute va- value with Tyler. Um, last start, second place at the mile. Um, gets another 600 meters, so I'm hoping it will go well. Um, it's going to be up there, but um, I'm going to give it a chance here, go a bit of a bit roughie. Heading to race six, 1100 meters, the Syndicate. Um, heard some really good things out of this race, and I'm going to go tip with my mate here, um, Beetle. Shout out to him. Rubitar, $17 and $4.40. Bjorn's come out and said this is the best Rubitar's looks ever. So, um, it's done well in the past and um, with Tommy Berry on board here, it's looking good. Um, would have wanted Rachel King, who's the usual rider of Rubitar, but obviously she's over in Japan. She's killing it as well, she's already rode about three winners. So. So well done to her, but um, yeah, Tommy Berry on board It's not much of a downgrade anyway, so I'll go with Signature. It... Yeah
0: mate, it's going to have to be 11-11 for me, uh, despite the massive price. He's another one of those horses that I mentioned with Alpine Age. He just sticks his head up this time of year, no matter how bad his form is going into the meeting he always sticks his head up he um he just always switches on for that second weekend in january perhaps it's something about that queensland sun that's the old saying something about that queensland sun i know he uh he's won plenty of races on magic millions and i don't know if i'm pretty sure he won last year or he came second in this race last year so $26 to win $5.50 to place another really big value horse that you don't usually see me tip but 11.11, 11. you can't not back him on Magic Millions weekend, that's for sure. As we move into race 7, again another one of those straight to the point ones at the 1200 metre mark. The sprint, um, won this race last year, it's King of Sparta at $1.80. Usually I don't go this short, but I just don't see anything beating him. He's another one, loves Magic Millions weekend. Won the three-year-old Guineas a couple of years ago when I was on him that came out last year, won this race. J-Mac books shows a lot of confidence. The only other horses I could possibly entertain is maybe shooting for gold or baller because, again, those two love this weekend. But, yeah, King of Sparta, he should... If it even stays a touch dry, the only way I'd get concerned about him is if it gets into that soft six range, soft seven. But, yeah, I can't see him losing. eighty.
1: he's good enough for me, King of Sparta yeah i agree <clears throat> i don't see anything beating king of sparta at the moment but um i wouldn't be loading on it too much punters just out of safety multi-filler um, we're we skipping race eight and nine yes we'll leave that to end to really unpack the classic and the guineas so take us to race 10 mate um yep the 1400 meter really good race this one um my four top chances have all drawn the absolute car park which is mm. bad but i'm going to stick with one of them because i think um that'll really show the tempo of the race the four best horses in my opinion have drawn wide so it's gonna they're gonna dictate how they're gonna bring themselves back into this race i'm gonna go with Zarestro here $4.60 it's always good um it's, again another queensland horse does well up here is already proven up here it's good um two wins on the trot looking pretty nice i'm gonna go Zarestro i think it's pretty self-explanatory
0: yeah, Zerastro, ex-Chris Waller horse. That was a really expensive buy at the Magic Millions, I believe, and it never really got going in Sydney, but came up to Queensland. Tony got and took over. Absolute winning machine since. So I think it'll run a really, really good race. Might have to burn a lot of petrol to get to the front from that 20th barrier, but like Nick said, I'm the same. All the main chances have drawn wide, so that should probably take a little bit of the pressure off him in that sense. Um, I'm going to take Table Lane. Um... I have such a great respect for this horse he's won me so much money in the past including two weeks ago when Blake Shin gave him an absolute peach he just sat nice and patient up on the speed and then just burst clear late I think if he can get a clear run to get to that sort of position from that 16th barrier unless he gets trapped wide if he doesn't get trapped wide and he gets into that pocket boy oh boy I think it'll just be a copy and paste sort of run here so I'm going to take Tame $7.50 to win, $2.65 each way in the 10th. As we move to the final race of the day, 11 big races on the day, mate. It's going to be big, big, big. Um, so 1,300 metres here. And again, we'll finish off with more of a straight, the point one here. Lady Laguna, been on her countless times in her career. So I won't be getting off her now. J-Mac booked, ready to peak. Third up, coming off a win. Tick, tick, tick. That's all I hear poised to run a big race at $2.70. She'll get every chance. Lady Laguna to finish off the day with a winner on the Gold Coast for Cashy.
1: i got a Miss Hellfire here, another Tyler-ridden Snowden train. $11 and $3.10 for a place. Uh, last start at with one at the $1,200. Um, gets the extra 100 metres here, but um, I think it'll go well, so Miss Hellfire for me will be the last tip.
0: Alright, lovely, else. mate. Let's head back as sort of like a mini tip-off um, we'll go the two biggest races of the day, the two year old Classic and the three year old Guineas. We were down there on the beach to watch the barrier draw, and there were a few excited faces and there were a few very disappointed faces when they drew their barriers. Some of them drew not at all what they wanted, especially in that three year old race. Some of them, some of the leading chances, drew very wide.
1: But um, let's just go through the two year old um, field mate. Take us through it. So you've got Stormboy, you've got Spywire. Parkour, Highness, Wolfgang, Vienna. Of course, you asked me to do this when I cannot read. Um, Yep, number six, number (laughs) seven, Mishani Hercules, Arabian Summer, Mishani Aloha, Poster Girl, Erno's Cube, Jenny's Meadow, Territory Ash, Mishani Ego, Mishani Express, Shiza Chiquita, Spirited. Yeah, really, really cool. I won't be doing that again. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'll do the three year old one, mate. Um, most interesting about this race, again, something um, that might seem obvious, but something, again, that I learnt up here looking around, uh, again, might seem obvious, but just my dumb mind never realised, all these horses around us, one of them will be winning this race next year. That's the whole purpose of it. These ones, they get bought, they get trained around September, they'll go into work and they'll start running. And, um, yeah, so the fact that we're surrounded by a future two-year-old classic winner is really exciting. Um, mate, what's you know, you've got Storm Boy, the favourite, they say he's really good, he looks really good, he's been faultless to date, and like I said, some are saying Too Lizzie Lizzy is just that much better, and if Two Dun Lizzy comes out and uh, wins, like I expect her to, that could just make Storm Boy look even better because they say those are probably one and two with uh, Gay's two year old chances. Um, Spy wires looked amazing down in Sydney, and then came up and spanked them last week to really make sure he qualified for the race. Parkour, absolute fantastic run a couple of weeks ago in Sydney, but has drawn that seventeenth barrier uh, away from you know those one, two, three, fours. Those are my four leading chances, guys. You could definitely see a Ruffy get up here. The only other horse out of those first four, I could maybe see Arabian in the Summer at $6.50, but I'm going to be on Highness, mate. We saw Highness run at those first two-year-old trials back in September, and we both were quite impressed with it. I know you more so than me, um, but still ran really well. Just was a get-to-the-front, click-off, job-done sort of go, and that's what we really like to see from him. And he's come out to the races since, placed six in the breeder's plate, less than two lengths off the finish, which is really good form. Really shows that he's a nice early two-year-old type and won the Wyong Magic Millions as well. So I think you can't go wrong, he's proven that he can get the job done in some high-pressure races. So it's $6 to win, $2 to place each way, Tommy Berry on board, he loves a good two-year-old race as well. Happy to take Highness in the two-year-old Classic.
1: I'm going to go with Spywire here, 5 dollars fifty for the win. Um, It's last start coming up to Gold Coast was a real big positive for me um, and it definitely changed my mind. I was going to go with Highness as well, but I'm going to go with Spywire. He was really um, impressive. He was very impressive. I know it was a very, very short price, but we'll take it here. So Spywire will be my two-year-old, the two-year-old classic.
0: All right, mate. We'll move to Race 9, the three-year-old guineas. I usually go pretty well with these. I think I've hit two out of the last three, so let's see if I can go three out of the last four. I'll go through the field this time. Sephrado, Cryosaur, Sovereign Front, Royal Tribute, has the osmosis form, just saying. Uh, Vanquished, Defiant Spirit, Weagle Tiger, Flying Trapeze, VC, Sydney Bowler, Deep Respect, The King, Abounding, Infatuation, Trifling, Sunset Dreaming, Zephoria, Pure Paradise, Show Me Mercy, Keenan, Glass of Rose, and King of Dubai finishes it off. Mate, who are you thinking and why...
1: I'm going in for tuition, is it? How do I say Infatuation? It? Infatuation. <laughs> $13 and $4 for a place. Jamie and bought another Bjorn horse for me. Uh, two starts this prep, second place. But um, I think it'll be good, good here. A lot of good chances, like you said, have drawn the bad barrier. But um, I think this is a good barrier. Jamie Carr has been riding a lot better than she was probably this time last year. Actually, was she even running this time last year?
0: When when she Uh, came back, she started off
1: pretty rusty, but now she's back. About six months ago, yeah. That's a a good form. So, um, yeah, that's me and a three-year-old.
0: Infatuation, I don't blame you, mate. This is a horse that I have a lot of respect for. The record might say only one win from 11 starts, punters, but you've got to consider who she was running around with. In her two-year-old season, she was trying to go for the Golden Citadel, was running around with the top top two-year-old chances in the spring. She was running around with the best that the three-year-olds have to offer. So Tis Invincible, Cylinder, um, Kimochi, all of those types of horses. So she's probably found her level in a race like this. Um, so definitely can run a good race. I'm going to be on Sydney Bowler. They, they all say, beware the unbeaten horse. And this horse is 3 from 3 in its short career. The only issue, that 17th barrier, like I said, they would have wanted a much shorter barrier. But at $7 to win $2.50, I'm not seeing a lot of negatives other than that barrier really impressed me at Randwick last start. Uh, he just sat in a pocket, exploded late down the straight. Um, I reckon he's John O'Shea's ticket back to some really big races. I haven't seen John O'Shea be winning really, really big races in the last couple of years, but I reckon Sydney Bowler can win this, go onto it, and be really dangerous in the autumn, and win some really, really strong races. So you will just have to do it the tough way, considering barrier 17, but as long as Collett ensures he doesn't get trapped super wide, I'm liking that price at $7 to win and $2.50 to place each way. So that'll be my bet in the three-year-old guineas. Alright, mate, just before we go to the quad and our best bets of the day, have you found anything around the country that's not at the Gold Coast?
1: Yeah, I'm having a quick look now. Do you want me to go through your ones, mate? Um,
0: Boston Rocks at Rose Hill, Race 9, $2. The boys at Corinda Bloodstock, um syndications corinda boxer syndications so um they spoke they couldn't have spoken highly oh, so couldn't have spoken more highly of this horse they reckon it'll run really really strongly as the price um indicates at that two dollar price at rose hill and race nine so hopefully it gets up for the boys they've been taking care of us up here also the astrologist flemington race eight um at six dollars fifty we love that horse here at the mock sports sorry if you can hear that crow in the background But the Astrologist at $6.50, absolute Flemington straight special, he just loves it. Like, you know, if he goes around a bend, he's no good. But as soon as you put him down the straight, jumps out of his skin. And then Miracle Spin, Flemington race nine at $2.20. Those three are the only ones I've found around from Gold Coast. I'm focusing mostly on the track. We're going to be trackside for as the crow finally starts to fly away sorry about that punters
1: uh race three Flemington Otago dollar95 should win that one nothing really against it and then I think it was race number nine yep miracle spin two dollars 10. yeah so I'm with you my, there my two tips for Flemington around the grounds
0: lovely so we'll move to the quaddy before we finish off with our best bet so in race eight the two-year-old classic we're going Stormboy the favorite spy wire nick's tip highness my tip and then parkour like we said those first four in the field are the best chances in our mind race nine we've got my tip sydney bowler nick's tip infatuation then the favorite choir saw and abounding for a bit of value in race 10 tamerlane my tip nick's tips Zarastro, far too easy the favorite and revolutionary miss for a bit of value then in race 11, my tip, Lady Laguna, Royal Merchant. Nick's tip, Miss Hellfire, and then Rolling a Beast for a bit of value, $50, gets you 19.5%, as is the go most weeks on the quaddie Potty. So Nick, if I was to give you a million dollars, magic millions, no, 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 but if, I, if you were to have one bet, if you were to pull all your money together and go, you know what, I'm putting it on one horse this
1: weekend, who's it going on? It's going on the Zoroastro. I think um, it's my best bet of the weekend and one I'm most confident on, so that will be me. Fair enough, mate. I'm going to go
0: to Darn Lizzie in race two, the debut. I'm going to either look really smart or really silly, but like I said, I've heard nothing but positive things about this horse in the lead up to the race day. They reckon... She could be one of Gay's best chances in all the two-year-old races throughout the autumn, so I'll take their word for it. $2.00 A that's my best bet for the day in Gold Coast. Mate, is there anything else that you want to touch on before we head
1: off? It's all from me. Thank you guys for listening. Hopefully, we can tip you some winners this weekend, so yeah, thanks for giving the listen.
0: Yes, so keep your eyes on the social, guys. The Mock Sports on Instagram, The Mock Sports Pod on TikTok, and also keep your eyes on the podcast channels because we're hopefully going to be setting up an interview later in the week we won't say the name just in case it falls through the cracks, but we've all but signed on the dotted line, as they say, uh, for a couple of interviews with uh, some racing personalities that are up here because everyone who's anyone's up here, so hopefully we can lock that in and get it out to you sometime next week. But keep tuned. Very excited, eh?
1: Yeah,
0: 100%. 100%, guys. So make sure to give us a five-star rating, and uh, we'll see you for the quaddy potty in the autumn time. Get keen. See you, boys.
1: Getting a split Maisie in front of the 100 Crying guys
0: up there.